Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story is titled, Ex-Fiance Wants to Catch Up After He Left Me at the Altar. How do I proceed? And before we do get into the story, I've got to give you a couple of warnings. It does contain death of a parent and mentions of PTSD as well. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. Well, exactly what the title states. Also, I'm writing this on mobile, so sorry for any formatting issues. My 28 female ex-fiance, Derek, 32 male, disappeared the morning of our wedding two years ago, evading all attempts to reach him from myself and his family. It was devastating, absolutely soul-crushing. The event turned into a party to distract from all the pain of the unknown. Afterwards, I returned to our apartment and slept on the bathroom floor in my wedding dress. It was quite the ugly sight, to be honest. His mother ended up coming to the apartment when she informed me tearfully that Derek had run off with an ex of his. They had apparently reconnected a week prior to the wedding and he just couldn't go through with it, opting instead to rekindle his relationship with his ex. His family was horrified. I didn't hear from him until three months after he left. He called me, apologized, and then revealed that his ex had been hiding his child from him that he just found out about. He wanted to be with them. That's pretty much all that was said. I didn't say much. Actually, I think I only said hello. The whole situation left me numb. I just didn't care anymore. Thankfully though, my friends were and continued to be there for me. Through all of this muck, they encouraged me to seek therapy and work on healing, which I'll be honest was terribly difficult. But after a year, I felt myself again. Which brings me to today. After this whole debacle in subsequent self-improvement and rebuilding, I moved to the UK, originally from Australia. For a change in scenery, Last night, I got a message request on Instagram, and it was Derek. Hey, I've heard you've moved to Wales. That's so cool. I'm traveling to Cardiff towards the end of July. I'm deeply sorry about everything, and I want to discuss what happened leading up to the wedding. I hope I'm not overwhelming you. Let me know if you'd like to talk over lunch. Firstly, no idea who told him about my move. Secondly, I don't know if I crave closure from him, but... I also don't want to decide to decline to only later on regret my decision. So I turn to you strangers of the internet. What should I think about before reaching a decision? Would it be wise to decline or should I humor him and listen to his reasons? And there's a minor update which says, wow, this garnered far more attention than I anticipated. So bear with as I try to navigate all of your advice. Although the general consensus is quite clear, I've learned that an old mutual friend of ours revealed where I moved and evidently he's been stressing that he needs to tell me something. For the time being, I've decided to simply ignore his message and work through any emerging feelings with my therapist. Thanks. 
Now we've covered quite a few stories in the past where you've had loved ones or people come back into your life and they want to explain things to you. Examples of infidelity in relationships and they just abandon you and disappear for years, then come back in and, and want to talk to you for whatever reason. We've had parents doing the same, abandoning their children and then wanting to come back into their lives. And usually in a situation like this, I'd be, yeah, for my sake, and you know, this is personal to me, I'd be like, I think I'd want to listen to what they had to say, just just for curiosity's sake. But I really believe in this one that you shouldn't meet up with this guy. I just don't, I feel like it's not going to be a healthy move for you. I don't think this guy really has anything to offer you that's going to make you feel better about the situation. And the situation is about you. It's about your healing, not his. He might be just wanting to meet up to get some kind of forgiveness from you. Do you want to give that to him? Does he deserve this? I don't think so. And again, he might be meeting up because he's realized he's made a huge mistake and wants to try and explain it away and try to rebuild this relationship with you in some form, which is going to bring up all sorts of confusing feelings. Again, that might not be the case. And you may decide that you do want to meet him because you do want some kind of closure from it all. And, and I think, again, that's okay if you feel that's something that you actually need. But just remember that this is all about what you need out of this, not him. Just remember what he did to you. Your wedding day. He could have stopped this before the wedding, but he decided to let you go through with the whole thing of getting ready to the point of being in front of your whole family. That's devastating and unforgivable in my eyes. But otherwise, Table says, I wouldn't bother. You've closed that chapter. Don't open old wounds for yourself. He's selfish as fuck. I'm No King says there is no excuse in the world good enough to explain away what he did. Here are some of the options he had. Call you, the woman he was going to marry, and talk to you about the situation. Talk to his parents. Make an appointment with a therapist. Basically talked to anyone he trusted about finding out he had a child and was thinking of being with his ex. Postponed the wedding while he figured things out. He chose not to talk to anyone though because he knew what he was doing was unbelievably sick and wrong. Not that his feelings were wrong, but the fact that he was going to abandon you and embarrass you in front of everyone you both loved and knew. Let me make this clear. Instead of calling anyone and canceling the wedding, not even a cowardly text message, he let you get ready, get your makeup done, Put on your damn wedding dress and let you think that day was going to be one of the happiest of your life. He put your parents in a position to see their daughter so high and happy and full of love, then utterly destroyed. He put his family in the position of having all eyes on them, their cowardly son, nowhere to be seen. What he is doing now is one of two things. One, he realizes he made a mistake and chose the wrong woman all those years ago. He misses you and thinks he can get back after his unforgivable actions. Two, his only contact in you to make himself feel better about being an utter asshat. Please do not give him the satisfaction. A deleted user says you can make your own closure. You will not get closure from this man. Meeting him will set you back in your healing and you truly don't deserve that. What he did isn't explainable. He betrayed you, he shamed you and he couldn't even send you a single text to say sorry. He's done. He's over. He's banking on your curiosity about it all so he can get a shoe in once more. Even his message to you was appalling. Stonewalling and then reappearing as if nothing happened are abusive traits. Don't do this. Take the moral high ground. Block him on everything and shut him down. No last message, no explanations, no apology. Your job, dear one, is to make this man 100% irrelevant to you. 
When that day comes, you will know that you are healed completely from this. All the very best. But maybe a walrus says he doesn't deserve your time. Don't waste your time hearing his excuses. He messed up and doesn't deserve closure and forgiveness. Do what's best for you and move on. He doesn't deserve any more of your tears. Minutebox says, pay close attention to that I'm traveling bit. My guess is he's no longer with the homewrecker and, being the scum he is, thinks you'll can pick right up where you left off because he doesn't like being alone. Block him. And one more comment from Capable Surprise who says, why? Why would you want to proceed? This man has absolutely no strength of character, honesty, empathy, or integrity. None. Not a single drop in his blood. He'd be better off hooking up with a rando than with him. Quite literally, his rank is so very low, you can only do better. You've already seen him for who he really is. A flat-out, cheap, philandering, lying, manipulative, cheating, coward, man-whore. Why not believe him the first time? Move on. P.S. He's not on travel. The heifer is stalking you. Block him and block those who are mutual friends because they are not your friends. Don't worry, you'll make more. This time you know what to look for. Good luck. So OP did kindly update the post and he said, Hello everyone. I did update in my original post, but I've decided to repost it here. So as I mentioned previously, I decided to not respond to his message. A day after, however, I received another message from him, which I won't write out in its entirety. To sum it up, for all of you though, he apologized for how disingenuous his initial message was and explained why he had reached out to me. Essentially, he wanted to discuss that week, that final week before our wedding and the events that led up to him dipping out. Now I will refrain from entirely delving into my ex's and I's past, but my ex-fiance was diagnosed with PTSD and avoidant attributions from past experiences. His diagnosis did provide quite a bit of clarity looking back our relationship and his past behavior. So I truly feel for him in his journey of self-healing. However, despite his struggles, I still told him that I couldn't forgive him for his callous act of leaving me in a perpetual state of limbo for three months, unsure of why he had abandoned me. He said he understood. Now, and some of you will be quite mad with me, but I ultimately agreed to meet with him for lunch and I do not regret it. He's not with his ex. Actually, she passed away six months after he left me at the altar, which is part of the reason she reached out to him in the first place. Since then, he's been working on himself through therapy and navigating single fatherhood. Yes, the child is his. Our lunch wasn't too long, but it was all around cathartic on both sides. At the end of the lunch, he handed over an envelope which contained all the money we spent preparing for the wedding. Honestly, I was dumbfounded. It wasn't a gesture I was expecting on his behalf, and I think he was taken aback when I returned the ring he gave me. It's funny I held onto the ring just in case I needed to sell it if my finances continued to be unstable, but I never had to. Ironic in that end, I did receive money while seemingly trading that ring. He looks better, and not to toot my own horn, but I feel I do as well. Now that chapter has concluded and I no longer feel rage or remorse, I feel free. I feared that I might have still harbored feelings for him, but I have since found that I loved him for the man he was in that moment when we were together. And though we're now apart, I'm okay with looking back and acknowledging the love I had for him. I've closed that chapter now, with him. With the woman, I was with him. Thank you all so much. Any advice on what I should spend the money on? Ha. Ah, and even though that I said it, I probably wouldn't meet up in this situation, and as did many of the comments, I'm glad you did what you did and got the closure for yourself. You don't regret it, and you got the money back as well. 
And like you said, close that chapter with him in your life. What you do in terms of the money, well, that's totally up to you. But whatever it is, you should absolutely treat yourself. Go on a little trip. You said you're in the UK. And although our summer is absolutely crap right now, <laughs> maybe go on a little tour. I just come back from Devon, Croyd area. It's very sort of beach and surfers and all that sort of stuff. And I absolutely loved it, regardless of the weather. The waves were fantastic. Anyway, what do you guys make of this situation? What would you do in it if it was you? Would you have met up? Wouldn't you have? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit. And before we do get into it, I do want to give you a warning. It does contain abandonment of a pet. It's pretty distressing. So again, if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. It's from Lying Wife Dog, who says, Am I the Arsehole for checking my husband's dashcam footage on his car without his consent? I, 34 female, live with my husband, 37 male, and daughter, 7 female. My daughter and I recently went on a short trip out of state while my husband stayed as he had work and was supposed to look after our dog. On the last day of our trip, we got a call from my husband who was acting distraught and said that our dog, Ellie, had run away and that he could not find her. He claimed that she just bolted away from him in the park, into some bushes, and he could not find her. Our dog is quite small, a mini poodle mix and almost 13 years old. She is still active but is really unlike her to run away from us and I was suspicious but chose to believe my husband and me and my daughter were in grief but did not want to blame him. When we came back home, he seemed surprisingly okay, unlike us. Ever since the pandemic, my husband started working from home and he has always been annoyed at how much attention we gave Ellie and hated how Ellie begged to sit on our laps and his while he worked. A few days later, we get a call from an animal rescue in a neighboring state quite far from us that she had been found. I picked the phone and it was on our landline, which was almost never used these days, but was the contact on the microchip. I told my husband and he said, that's great, I'm so happy, but it felt kind of blunt and insincere. I said it's strange that she got so far and he responded that someone must have stolen her and then abandoned her. This made little sense to me as to why that would happen. When he was out drinking with his buddies, I copied the videos from his dashcam for the days I was away and saw that he had indeed taken Ellie far out of state and clearly dropped her in front of his car, thrown a frisbee-like object into a field, yelled fetch and drove off without her. 
I was livid and confronted him and he stupidly muttered how he dropped her there so she could find a farm and have a better life and the next day got really angry at me for viewing his dash cam and called me and my daughter assholes. That is absolutely heartbreaking. All I could picture whilst reading that is like someone doing that to Poppy. There'd be no coming back from that. That relationship is done. How can you do that and walk away? It's, I know it happens all over the place and all the time. People abandoning animals like this and it's fucking horrifying to be quite honest. And like I said, that'd be an instant out of that relationship for me. I've got no other words for that arsehole. Holy moly. But Garden Safe says not the arsehole. Keep your dog and daughter and leave the husband in another state to find another family he'd have a better life with. Deep Manor says, wow, not the arsehole. You had a gut feeling and were absolutely right. This is horrible. What your husband did is sick and cruel. He left an innocent animal to die. Obviously, what you do now is up to you. But if it were me, I'd never be able to trust him again. The entire relationship would be ruined. He needs to seek therapy if he's so insecure that he is jealous of a dog pathetic excuse for a man janelle says not the arsehole i would personally straight up divorce him my dogs are my family then he turns around and gets mad and calls you names that's the same tactic that cheaters use when their significant other finds something trying the old uno reverso on you jin says not the arsehole run really op i don't know what else to say he drove out of state to dump your senior dog next time he's going to hit her with his car he called you and your seven-year-old daughter arseholes. If your dog is still in the home with you, move her to a friend's or family like tonight. Opie said, My dog is currently at my parents' place and he is livid about it and how he deserves trust, yet still insists he did that for her own good. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. I pretty much can tell where this one's going to go with you guys as well. At least I'd hope so. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's have one more story, shall we? And if you're eating, you may want to skip this story. But I'm just want to, I want to give you that warning now. It's totally up to you. I will tell you it's about dropping the toody or two. Your call if you want to skip it. And our next story comes from Alarm Translator 75 who says, Am I the asshole for putting an outside lock on my bathroom to prevent my wife from using it? My wife, 25 female and I, 31 male, bought a house together about six months ago. This is our first time living together. Our house is an old American house that has been reformed many times. As a consequence of this, it has a silly layout where there are two bathrooms right next to each other that share the same wall. When we pulled the trigger on buying it, we made an agreement that I'd take the bathroom on the left with the shower and she'd take the bathroom on the right with a bathtub. Hers is much more spacious than mine. I soon learned though that my wife preferred to use my bathroom, but only to defecate. She'd go pee or take a bath or do her makeup in her bathroom, but when the time comes to have a bowel movement, she only wants to use my toilet. I usually wouldn't mind this, but the issue is that she sits very far forward on the seat, which leaves streaks in the bowl virtually every time she goes. I first tried approaching this civilly by asking why she used my bathroom. She gave me a vague answer about preferring it, and I asked if she could at least sit back a bit more. She said it was none of my concern how she sat on the toilet. I offered to change bathrooms with her, to which she said no thanks. And I asked her to stop using it and she said it was her house too so she should be allowed to go wherever she wants. I'm honestly tired of opening the toilet lid to see her stool stuck to the bowl. The day before yesterday I installed a lock on the door that I could open with a key. At first 
She didn't seem to take the hint. She asked me for a key for the bathroom, to which I said no. Then, as she really had to go, she started to panic and asked me again and again to open it. I told her that she has a perfectly good toilet in her bathroom. She finally relented and came out of the bathroom extremely upset with me. She's been ticked off, demanding that I remove the lock since. Was I out of line here? Man, I'd be fed up with that as well. It's the leaving the mess in the toilet at the same time as well. I hate it when hotels don't provide me with a brush to clean up my mess. <laughs> Petty me was thinking all the way through this. Why aren't you just going to take a toodie in her toilet? Then it's going to start the toodie wars of 2023 and nobody wants that, do they? But a shattered king says not the arsehole. She's obviously using your bathroom to shit in because she doesn't want the mess and smell in her bathroom. You talk with her about it and she won't be reasonable. So sure, put a lock on the outside. I don't get why you guys have your own bathrooms, but whatever. That being said, this doesn't sound like it's going to be a good marriage if you can't even work out shitting arrangements. <laughs> Tricky ad says not the arsehole. Why can't she defecate in her own toilet? Does she not want to clean up her own mess? That's disgusting. Man, start going number two in her toilet. Maximum Swan says then, as she really had to go, she started to panic and asked me again and again to open it. This line really has me wondering why she would panic. That is a bizarre reaction to the situation. As always, communication is the key. Sit down with her to discuss this. She said it was none of my concern how she sat on the toilet. And then says, well, yes it is. If she's leaving her stools on your toilet for you to look at, would you agree to her using your bathroom if she agreed to clean the toilet every single time? Wow. What a shitty situation. Ah, oh, come on, Mark. Anyway, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. How would you deal with it? Do you think OP's dealing with it in the right way or is there a better way? Let us know your thoughts. And just a huge thank you for joining me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, you cheeky so-and-so. <laughs> Much love. Man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh yeah, you see we in despair, crime everywhere. You're selling false hope cause you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't care. 